happens in, in reality. And I write romance fiction. And sex is a natural, um, it's a natural event when people are in love and there's nothing to shy away from. So I approach writing sex scenes as an expression of two people who are in love. Mm. Um, it's like, I want to, when I'm reading a romance novel, I want to see how the characters interact. I want to see the chemistry, but I want to also build up to the, to the accumulation of that chemistry. I don't just want to read it. I want to feel everything that the, the characters are feeling. When they're upset, I want to feel it. When they're happy, I want to feel it. And when they're um, sexually attracted to each other, I want to feel that sexual attraction and I want to see how it, how it ends. I feel like reading a book with um, good sexual chemistry without actually uh, accumulating that sexual chemistry. It's like eating, it's like eating a meal, a lovely meal without dessert. I also I also don't shy away from writing sex because it's a natural it's a nat, um it's a natural act between two people who are in love. If people can read a book where somebody graphically like a sort of a thriller or a, a crime book where somebody graphically describes a murder scene where somebody is being stabbed to death or strangled to death or even raped in vivid detail, why is it a difficult thing? for somebody to see two consenting as adults being um, having sex. And I think that sex shouldn't be shied away from in fiction. I think it should be written in a descriptive and totally engaging way that the reader feels every emotion that's happening in that occurrence. And wow. I understand that a lot of people may worry about the age of people reading books. I'll tell you something. I started reading sex scenes at 13, but I made excellent decisions sexually growing up because from reading those books, I did understand that not all sexual encounters were fulfilling, were happy, and that people needed to give consent for sex. So I think shying away from talking about sex produces the opposite effect. It makes people more wow. curious and makes them make wronger decisions. So basically my answer is I write romance fiction and sex is a natural um, occurrence between two people who are in love or um, two people who are attracted to each other. If I'm going to describe their attraction, I'm going to also make sure that I get the reader to feel everything that they are feeling. So I don't shy away from sex scenes at all. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ufoma, I'm seeing you. Ufoma, welcome. <laughs> welcome. I'm seeing you too. Yeah. <laughs> um, once again, um, we have um, also our also Amaka Azie in the house. She's just joining us. Um, we read her book for the month. That's uh, the judges' secret, and we're here to discuss the judges' secret. Lani, Lani, welcome. <laughs> So we, we read The Judge's Secret, and that is what we are here to discuss. You have any questions, you have something you want to ask, our author is in the house, Amaka. So we are glad, we are glad, we are glad. Get your questions ready. Not even ready if you want to ask, just let's see you, let's see you. Um, going ahead, since I'm the one that wants to ask questions alone, <laughs> so let me continue. <laughs> 
Um, I don't have a. Um, sorry, Rosemary. Okay. Okay. I don't have a question to ask, per se. Um, just to 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 point out the fact that I re- I really loved how Amaka expressed the adding sex scenes to a romance. Mm. I, I I I agree with it a hundred percent because it's 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 something I I sometimes wonder at like reading romance. The whole essence of me reading reading a romance novel is to to get into all of the feelings of the characters to 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 embody all of their excitement, their worries and everything. So I'm reading one and not seeing it. I tend to wonder. So thank you, Amaka, for you know, for 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 really explaining that. Thank you, oh. Timmy. I think I think in I think it's generally an African thing. I think we from growing up there's some taboos that we don't talk about. I know my mother never talked to me about sex, but my father did. And so I've got my freedom and my uh, non-challenged attitude from my father. Um, my mother used to shy away talking, talk, from talking about sex to me, but my father did it. And in fact, he taught me how to uh, put a condom on a banana. I'll never forget that day before I entered university. Are you, are you serious? Yes. And wow. he called me. I was just 18 years old. I that right now. <laughs> I, I was just 18 years old, yes. And he, and he, 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 he told me, um, Amaka, you know, you're going to study medicine. And um, I know it's very hard to focus on your books and but there will be feelings and emotions but i want you to know that you should be safe i'm like dad i don't need to hear this i'm a good girl i don't and he's like i'm not saying you're a bad girl but i'm just telling you and then he he brought out a banana and a condom and i'm like dad if you do this and he's like no i just want you to watch don't worry don't worry and 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 he did and i was so mad at him but i was so grateful for that because i grew up sensible knowing um and knowing what to do when approached for that. Um, so, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I want to say. I don't shy away from it at all. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, so I have this question. I, I, it, a writer that uh, specializes on a particular ailment, like I remember reading the Timmy's story, Mystery um, that has a autistic uh, 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 person as a character, and now in a Jersey Secret, we have two of your characters that are asthmatic. Wow, wow! So, um, thank God that you are in the medical field. I wanted to ask, how did you do it? You know, there, because there's there is there is there is this uh, if you're not careful writing such thing, you might flop on it. But when I read it, and um, I didn't know much about Ashman, but I felt the pain of these two two persons in that story. So let me ask for all of us. Was it research that did it? In fact, why did you why did you put that element there? Is it is there a, a particular thing you want to bring out in that story that that you used asthmatic patients, two of them, the father and the son, and that's a, what message were you trying to pass? Actually, I don't pass messages when I write. Thank you for thank you for asking that in that way. First of all, I write purely for entertainment, and I, I know people are always looking for what message are you passing. I am just telling a story of two people who fall in love and all the things that happen around it. So, I if you notice from my books, I don't really have clear opinions 
about things. I have mm-hmm. alternative alternative opinions. So somebody has this opinion, the other person has this opinion, and I try not to give a wrong or right answer. So I'm not trying to pass a message. Let me tell you why asthma. I chose asthma. It was a very silly thing. Why I chose asthma. I wanted it to sound plausible that this man is this boy's father without a DNA test. Wow. That's all. Okay. That's all. So I was thinking to myself. I want I want a situation where this man sees his son, knows it's his son, without a DNA test. And how can he cons- consolidify this without, because I didn't want him to do a DNA test, and I'll explain why. Um, if a man asks a woman for a DNA test, there is this connotation that she's unfaithful or she may have been unfaithful. So I wanted him to want a DNA test, but not to eventually get one. And I wanted something else apart from the fact that the little boy looks like him, like Femi. So um, Ahmed looks like Femi. Uh, something else to, 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 to bind them together. And what else but a disease? <laughs> I'm that crazy. So what else but an illness? So what is an illness that's quite common in families? And I thought of I, there's, I thought of diabetes, but I felt diabetes would be too strong. If he's a type 1 diabetic, then he'll be very unwell. Yeah. He'll need to inject himself. So I went back to good old asthma, which I know runs in families. I know I had a cousin whose father, uncle, brother, they were all asthmatics. And that's, 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 all, that's why I made it. It was not a very clever decision to, to make that, to do that. I just uh, wanted something else other than this boy looks like me. He must be my son. So if anybody reading it, by the time they say, oh, well, the two of them are asthmatic, it's definitely his son. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all. Yeah, and yeah. I researched a bit about asthma, but I'm a GP, so it's quite easy to write medical uh, conditions, especially common medical conditions, because I'm a GP and I see asthmatics quite regularly. Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm seeing Prosta in the house. Prosta, you're welcome. Nelly, Nelly, you're welcome. We're welcome. welcome we have a guys. Market. Yeah, we have a market in the house. <laughs> Okay, um, oh, are you getting your questions ready or should I still go ahead to ask? I, I actually have a question. This is Kama speaking. So my question hi. is, <laughs> hi, Amaka. I know you said you, you like you don't look to pass any message when you're writing and all that, but when you were writing the story, was there like a real story that actually triggered you into writing the story or all this is just fiction? Okay, to be honest, um, if you know, if you follow me on social media, you know I'm I'm a blog crazy person. I'm always on Insta blog Niger or Linda Ikeji arguing with random strangers online every day, every day. It's like my husband thinks I'm crazy. It's like, why is this? Why does this person's opinion matter so much to you? Do you think you can change his mind? But I'm typing away, arguing with people all over social media. But what I learned from social media is things are happening. So I see the stories, uh, a particular story about a house help that was uh, hot water. I saw it on Instablog Niger where somebody poured hot water on a little house girl. And I wanted Femi to be a human rights lawyer. And I know I'm not passing a message, but I wanted to tell a story of a little girl who was abused by her ward who is a relative as well um in my love story 
And so the only way to incorporate it was to make Femi her lawyer. Mm. At first, it was very awkward because I had to ask a lot of lawyers. I, I, it was so much research because I know Nigeria is not like every other part of the world where um, the legal system is quite solidified. So I, I spent ages discussing with my brother, who is a lawyer, my very good friend, um, uh, Nina Atsalo, who is a, a lawyer, uh, a family lawyer, and uh, somebody else uh, who works in NAPTIP, Mkechi um, Ebenebe. So I had to ask all these people to help me. How will this be feasible? And they gave me ways of making it feasible into a love story. And that's how I, I was able to get it. So basically, yes, I get some, um, I get some inspiration from social media a lot, especially Insta blog Nigeria. My God, I love that blog so much, <laughs> so much. Yeah. So that's where I got my. That's where I got the inspiration about the abuse. Okay, um, that's fine. I don't know if any other person has something to ask. Or should I go ahead? Okay, so yeah. let me go ahead. Um. If you, if you want to ask questions, just use, I don't know where the button is, but somewhere on the screen, there should be like a raise your hand to speak. And um, actually, you know, doing the technical stuff, I would actually allow you to speak. I'm just trying to control the room so it's not noisy or like having voices bounce back and forth. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, Amaka, let me bring you to this character. Um the crippled husband oh yes <laughs> I, I i i have these conflicting emotions towards him i didn't know whether to love him i didn't know whether to hate him for asking you know the wife to do this i i just i i felt i i don't know what to feel like what sort of man would want to do that aside the child's you know he, he wants to have a, a child but then you want your wife to go out, get the phone, come and sit down and tell you the story. Wow, wow, wow. So let me ask. <laughs> I know you, you you just write the story. You're not in the head of our bed at the moment. <laughs> so let me ask, why why would why would you want him to do that? As in what graphic what you people like to gratification? Do you want him to derive? You know, from listening to these stories, the woman goes out, get phone, come home, and tell him what gratification. Because to me, I was thinking it would have aggregated his pains. I'm not able to give my wife this pleasure, and someone else is given. But look at a man saying to the wife, "Go out there, get it, come home, and tell me the story." So it's kind of a like. So what were you? What what <laughs> what were you trying to tell us there? Well. To be honest, nothing. Like I said, I never start out trying to tell anybody anything. I think sexual fantasies are very, very ridiculous. Oh. I just saw a blog, Insta blog Nigeria again, where Naira Mali said he's thinking of having sex with a mother and a daughter, and everybody went ballistic. How dare you? A mother and a daughter at the same time, blah, blah, blah. So I take a step back and learn from, from the responses of people. Most uh -huh. sexual fantasies are difficult to understand. That's why some people have fantasies of licking people's toes. All sorts of crazy things 
in people's minds that can give them sexual gratification. Yeah. Now, what? Why did I do that? I wanted a story where a woman had a baby from a one-night stand, mm-hmm. and that happens a lot. But I didn't want her to be just cheating for cheating's sake. So this is how I I develop my characters. I think of what I want to happen around them. I didn't want her to just cheat. I wanted her to have to do it. So there were, what reason can a woman do this? So I thought of many reasons why a woman would step out on her partner without it being cheating. And the first reason is that the partner wants her to do it. So, or they're in an open relationship. Is it that those two? So they're in an open relationship or the partner is part of the partner's fantasy. And so I didn't want her to be in an open relationship because that opens another window of, oh, woman in an open relationship. Can you ever really trust her? So, <laughs> so then I decided, let it be that her partner wants her to do it. And how can she agree to this? I wanted to make him sympathetic, a sympathetic partner. And that's yeah. where I brought in the paralysis. So that was my thinking process at that point. So I brought in the paralysis. So you will be quite sympathetic towards a paralyzed man who can't give his wife some physical intimacy and he's feeling regretful. And the only way he's thinking about giving her pleasure is go out, have fun, tell me about it. It might sparkle some excitement in in our marriage. Now, I like the way you said you don't agree with it because I wanted it to be something that a lot of people will say, I can never do this. And some people will say, yeah. hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I can do it. Um, he wanted a baby. I love him. This is just one night. It wouldn't mean anything. I bring the baby. He's happy. So you can you can see both sides of the, of the coin and you can have both arguments without it being what a slot of a woman. She's going to have an affair on her poor paralyzed husband. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, so it does. I, it was his fantasy, which we can't always explain. That's why when some people tell you that they ha- like to have sex flying in a plane or flying from the sky or in a crowded place, and they're like, are you crazy? Th- those are fantasies that people can't explain. And that's why we chuck it as a fantasy, because reality, many people won't, won't do that in public or won't do that. So it's a fantasy in their dreams, you know? So that, that's what I thought of when I, I, I made that character do it. But obviously, his wife, Ioma, was not not happy to do it. And I made sure, I made it clear many times that yes, she, yes. she was quite reluctant. So to make her character slightly likable, because I can see a lot of people saying, oh my God, how can you do that? So, <laughs> but then again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, June, June, I can see you. June, you're welcome. Jessica, Jessica, you're welcome. You joined us late, but hey, you're welcome. Um, I don't know if uh, do we have something to say. Does anybody have something to say here? Okay, Timmy. Timmy. Okay, uh, kind of, kind of like a confession. See, I, I, I didn't read that to Jody Secret. I read starting over again. So. Okay. So this is just me confessing. Pardon me for the origin of the joke. <laughs> I read it halfway and said, okay, you know what, I'll, I'll come back because I really want to say this. So I read, okay. I read um, 
start over again. Well, it's still a matter of so I think I, my my question will be in order too. Mm. Well, can I really call it a question? I think it, I, see, I think I don't know about questions. So maybe because this is my because <laughs> I don't know how people say out ask questions. Unless, unless, um, can I ask questions outside the room? Like, okay, yeah, advice on all of those general questions that people ask. Can I? Are those the questions you have in mind? Like, you have You're free to ask me anything that you want to know. I, I can answer what I want to answer. I'm happy to answer whatever I can answer, you know. So, you're free. Okay. Shoot, okay. So, just to be sure, I didn't read, I've not read the judges' script, it, it's okay. on my TBR, so definitely I'll read it. So, I've read, I've read stuff over again, and yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed that. I'm not really one for for going into romance, romance like that, not not because I I believe it's, it's utter rubbish, like, like you said, some people have this mindset that romance writers they just write all these unimaginable things, things that are just cheesy and all that. I, I just try to shy away from, from romance sometimes because of the direction that most of them take. I just tend to feel that they're all the same, just regular boys and girls, and then on and on like that. But when I read Stars Over again, I enjoyed it. Why? Because it's got a lot of issues that are that are relatable. Although you said you don't write to to, to pass a message. But I, I really I really felt that that passed the message. You start over again without um, what's the word now? Super cell disease and all. And I learned something there which which I, I wanna confirm is it's really true. Can people can people actually prevent people couples who are AS, can they actually prevent having children who are sick by IVF and all the other assisted reproductive what's the T word now? absolutely absolutely you have to do what we call um uh, you uh you you get the uh, um you get the embryo so after you've done the ivf they look for the embryos and test the h embryo for the sickle cell gene and if they don't have ss they don't put it back inside the woman so they just pick out only the embryos that don't have sickle cell back into the woman. Oh. Wow, 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 that's great. <coughs> Thank you. That's my question. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, okay, okay. Thank you so much, Timmy. Thank you so much to me. Um, Lani, Lani, do you have something for us? June, you have something for us? Okay, Lani, Lani, you want to speak? Oh, hi. Good evening, everyone. Um, Maka, nice to hear your voice. I, my question um, I have is um, your writing routine. How do you go about writing? Lani, thank you for this question. I used to be very organized before I had a baby. I just have, I have a 16-month-old baby. Don't ask me how. It's just one of those babies that come out uh, as a sheer surprise and miracle. I have an 11-year-old and a 12-year-old and a, 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 a nine-year-old, and then suddenly I found myself 
uh, with a positive pregnancy test and uh, my whole writing routine got thrown out of the window. How do I write? I used to be organized. I used to write in the evenings. I, I work part time. Um, so I used to uh, write in the evenings when the children are in bed, um, kick, you know, put my feet up and I'm typing away my computer or when I'm off in the daytime. But now I don't have a routine because I have a baby and it's quite difficult. That's why I haven't been able to release a book um, yet. Um, it's quite difficult to have a routine now. So I, I don't have one, but I used to have one. I think writing is discipline and anybody that is a writer, I, I'm sure you guys all know, uh, I know I can see a lot of writers here. Um, it's a discipline and you just have to make out time. And if you don't make out time, you won't write. If you wait for inspiration to write, you won't write. Uh, so if you make out time and you can stare at your blank screen for ages, but do some writing, you just make out that time. Even if it means for 30 minutes, you're staring at your blank page, somehow some inspiration will come. I always say you can edit, you, can, you can't edit a blank page. So what my writing routine is now is nothing, it's non-existent. I write when the baby is asleep. I write when the baby is not with me. I write when my husband is with the baby or my her senior, her older sisters are with the baby and gives me time to write. I write on my phone sometimes. I write on my iPad sometimes. Um, I dictate sometimes uh, so that I can get all the information together when I have a computer. Um, I don't have a schedule right now. I just finished a manuscript and I'm editing it and I've just managed like two pages today because the baby is all over me, crawling and playing around me and I can't be writing while she's all over me. Uh, so yeah, I don't have one now, I'm afraid. Sorry, it's not a clever answer. <laughs> That's what it is. It's understandable. It's understandable. I as a, a non-mother, I understand, I understand like the, the old stress that comes with you trying to read the schedule and follow it and all that. So, we get you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Prosta, I'm seeing you. Um, <laughs> do you have anything for us? You're listening. You wanted to ask a question. That was why I even unmuted everybody. Like, everybody, go ahead. Talk if you want to talk because, you know, the fact that it's looking like... <laughs> Talk your own. Uh, so, Lamide, please go ahead and ask you ask your question, no matter how, like, this, you know. <laughs> okay, hi, everyone. Um, it's not really a question. It's more like an observation. Um, I could have sworn that um, Amaka was a lawyer instead of being a general practitioner, like she says she is. Um, there was so much of um, legal mumbo-jumbo, you know, and it was exciting. And um, I also like to um, also point out that um, about um, Hamed's um, whole thing, asking Ioma to go do what she, she went to do. I think, to, to the best of my what I what I got there was she he had become a vegetable, yeah. So he wanted to live vicariously through her. That's what I I, I got because. It might not have been his fantasy at some point, but hey, this dude is just on his own now. He can't do anything. And he feels like his wife is just withering away, you know, nobody to touch her in the right places. And it's like, go oh, girl, go do it. So I just feel like it was more of a case of him trying to 
live through her. Um, and also, I saw I saw quite a lot of. Um, I think there was a point where I can't remember exactly now. Somebody had a shirt that had his inscription on it. Um, for something about unity or something. I like when writers put in these little symbols in their stories, you know. Not just saying, you know, ideally we're going on the streets, you see signposts, you see stuff. Like there's mm-hmm. this Hennekin, Hennekin symbol, Hennekin advert that says you never walk alone. So it kind of subconsciously says something to you that you are connected constantly, always with people. You don't have to be alone. So I like when writers put all those kind of things in there, right? And so kudos, Amaka. Thank you. Thank you for saying that I have I, 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 the legal mumble jumble because honestly speaking, I had no clue. So I'm going to uh, hug my uh, friends again. I, I disturbed them a lot. I was asking, please, what would the lawyers say? Before I thought lawyers used to say, your honor, Nigerian lawyers say your honor. And when my brother said, it's my Lord, I said, are you sure it's my Lord? It's a female. How can a female be called my Lord? My brother laughed so hard. He said, they don't call her my Lord. I said, they don't call her your honor or my lady. It's my Lord. And guess what? He was absolutely right. I actually, Nigerian Yes, I was so shocked about the Nigerian legal system. My brother told me so many things and my friends and the person that worked in NAPTIP as well. Uh, she told me so many things that made me see the Nigerian legal system as completely different uh, because what they show on TV is just rubbish. When they show their legal um, yeah. things, it's it's rubbish. Um, in fact, my brother says it's the most uh, going to court is so boring. You could you could shoot yourself in court. Uh, all those uh, dramatic play. Excuse me, my lord, it doesn't happen at all. <laughs> so I try to make it as boring as possible to to, to suit uh, the Nigerian scene. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I'm glad to, I'm glad I'm glad you heard that uh, that you felt you picked up on that. And I'm glad you're saying something a bit different because I've never even seen it as that uh, when. Uh, uh, Haruna um, Ahmed asked Ioma to um, step out. I never even saw it as, as that, as a way to live vicariously to, through her. So that's a way fiction leaves everything open to interpretation of different people who read a, a book. And that's what a writer should do. A writer should strongly try to avoid giving opinions about anything. Uh, unless yeah. you're a religious writer and you have to obviously say that Jesus loves people. But even at that, Try, try not to put it so strongly in your book. Let people have various yeah. interpretations of a, dip, of a situation. Um, of course, you can sense where the writer is going in most cases in their opinion, but if a writer is very, very dogged about their opinion about anything, um, I think they miss the boat because people honestly just want to read a story and have their opinion themselves. Um, and I'm glad I'm seeing a different perspective because I didn't even see that as a perspective. I just thought it should be a fantasy or a fetish of his. Yeah, uh, thank you, Amaka. Um, thank who you. else? Uh, okay, a quick one before someone else asks uh, his or her question. Um, do you choose you, the names of your characters randomly, or you choose them based on um, maybe the your story plots or the kind of story you want to tell because the guy's name Femi and I know so many stories that I have Femi as the male characters 
<laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind is Yoruba demons. Yoruba demons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and this particular Femi struck me as one. You know, he's he's handsome. He he he's witty. He has a sharp mouth, and you know all this kind of thing. And <laughs> thank God, I love love happened when it happened. So, do you choose names of your character randomly, or you choose them based on the situation? Maybe. Okay. It's very deliberate, very deliberate. In fact, my names of the characters are the first thing I go about doing, and I'll tell you why it's deliberate. I wanted Femi because Femi is a name associated with Yoruba demons, and I uh-huh. wanted. I wanted a Femi that would not be a Yoruba demon. That's why I made Femi opposite a Yoruba demon. So I made him very inept in co- communication. I made him uh, wear glasses, not so handsome like the uh, openly handsome, rich, smooth Femi's that you see around. So I made sure he was the complete opposite of what you expected Femi to look like. Thank you very much. So that's what I did. Then <laughs> I was thinking about a female judge. And obviously, I'm sorry, I'm going to be a bit tribalistic and I'm going to be, be honest. Most people appointed to public, um, high public offices are usually northerners. I'm sorry to say, in Nigeria. Uh, if you're a northerner and you don't agree with me, that's fine. If you're a southerner and you don't agree with me, that's fine. But I'm talking based on my observation. I, I knew that a typical Yoruba, Igbo, especially Igbo, or Yoruba, would not be a female judge in Abuja, never, okay? Or it would be very difficult uh, for that to happen. Uh, so I wanted it to be a northerner. And um, I know that I didn't want it to be a very deep northerner to make it realistic. Uh, so my sister just said, why not Kogi State? After all, there are lots of Kogi people in Abuja. And, and that was where Iyoma came from. I made her from Kogi space. <laughs> and then I went and said, okay, a Kogi person. What is a common Kogi name for a girl? What's a Kogi state name? And I went on Google and I saw Iyoma and I loved it. I just saw it and I was like, oh, I love this name. And that was where it went. That's just, that's just how I made that decision. So yeah, my name picking in all my novels are the first thing I have to do. It's it, The name is the character. And if I don't feel the name, the character is not, it's not working for me at all. So it's not a random thing at all. It's very deliberate because I'm thinking about the tribe of that person. I'm thinking about um, how many, what, when people say that name in that tribe, what are they looking for? Uh, what are they going to imagine? Um, so if you want to name a very rich, wealthy girl and you name her Equitos, you're just not going <laughs> to win in that book because how many rich people will name their child Equitos, you know? So you have to be, I, I have to be quite deliberate. So I am very deliberate about naming my characters. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, we have um, 10 minutes to go. 10 minutes here. We have any question? Anybody? Anybody? Hi, Sumi again. Yeah, to me. I don't have a question. I just want to say that. Okay. Um, I just want to say how 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 much I admire Amaka's perspective on things. Like uh-huh. this, this has just made me want to read all your books now. Like after after this meeting, I think I'll have to go and read all your books. Wow! I love how you oh, wow. think. I love how you how you carry on your research. I love. 
I love how you are generally. I love oh, it. Wow. Uh, from, 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 from all the things you said, I think I like you. So I read all same your here. So same you've learned a fact. So after reading all your books, I would um, definitely I'll do reviews. I'll do reviews on all of them. And of course, I'll recommend them and all of that. So thank, thank, thank you for for enlightening us oh wow thank, thank you so much that's so nice to hear wow i've learned a lot in the space of these few minutes that we've had this meeting i've learned a lot so thank you thank you thank you thank you, thank you. oh thank you thank you like i said and i oh, so now I'm going to be I'm going to be calling out people. I know they say bookish people are introverted, but I don't believe that. I just feel we just don't want people to see how or hear how crazy we are actually. So right now I'm calling on promise. <laughs> you have <laughs> you're already on meeting. I'm I'm so I can see the future. So yeah, please drop something, let us hear you. <laughs> I stumbled in here, so I I'm trying to wrap my head around what's going on. And <laughs> so I just said, I said the links like most people on my. I was like, some people are going to block me on Telegram today. <laughs> so thanks oh for clicking on the link. I really appreciate that. But so um, what else? I where do you get where do we get access to this book? And what's the title of the book? I just I'm trying to listen. I think it's best I listen to grab everything. Do you read romance? Yes, a bit of guy that reads romance. I am, I am more of a realist. I grab my own um, philosophies of life through what I see and how people interact. So I've not been a book person, but just like Timmy said, listening to Amaka, I don't know, she has a lot to offer. And yeah. 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 <laughs> So, if Amaka is going to make me read the book for the first time, oh, thank you, Amaka. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in. Let me just yeah. know how Amaka's books and see what's up. So, Amaka, where can we get your book or your books? Yeah. If you want, so soft copy. So nice to nice to hear from you. I can see your name is Pro Star, but I, I, is it Promise? promise. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Promise. Yeah. Nice, nice to hear from you. Um, yeah. I tell you, um, if you start reading, and I'm, I'm not trying to convert you, but if you start reading fiction of any kind, you will never, you will never look back. So yeah, my books are um, Okada books. Uh, in Nigeria for e-copies or BAM books. Uh, BAM books is a subscription service. You pay a subscription and then you you have loads of books to look out for, to read there. Um, they're on Amazon, uh, they're on Kobo, uh, all, almost all ebook uh, outlets, you can find them. And if you want a paper copy, you could go online to, um, what's that shop in, in uh, Abuja online again? Forgotten. Nights. Uh, sorry? Roving Heights, Book Roving Peddler. Heights, yes, oh, the Book Peddler. Go to Roving Heights and order it. They'll deliver it to your, desk, uh, your doorstep, the paper copy. Or you go to Amazon and order it and they'll de- deliver it to your um, to your house as well. So. All right. 
Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, so next up, the next person I'm calling to the podium is June. June has been excited to have this discussion, so I don't understand why <laughs> they are actually quiet. So please, June, the floor is open. Just say something. Let's hear your voice. Introduce yourself. Hello. Hi, June. Oh. Hi. Amaka, it's Hi. nice to meet you. Nice but to, to hear your voice. Yes, yes. Hello. I just want to say, this is the third in the series, right? Yes, uh -huh. the third and final. I've read the first one, and I read the second one, and I read the third one, and I love all of them. So well done, Amaka. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot for speaking. Yeah, next person is Jessica. Thank you very much. Want to hear your voice introduce yourself. Jessica, can you hear me? If you can hear me, please unmute yourself like now because I know you can hear me. Jessica is playing hide and seek. <laughs> okay, Nelly. <laughs> Sorry. I'm better. Hi, hi guys. Hi. Um, hi, Amaka. Nice to have you here with us. Yes. Thank you. Uh, I, I really, I don't know. I, the whole, the stories, I started it. I couldn't finish it actually because of work and everything, but I actually enjoyed, you know, reading the parts that I did. So yeah, kudos. Thank you. Lord for speaking. Next person is Nelly. Drop your voice. Thank you. We can see you, we can hear you. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good evening. Um, I, I'm not sure you can hear me. Can you all hear me? Good evening. We can yeah, hear can you. Hear this is not Zoom call. <laughs> My name is Okay, so I'm so sorry that I've not said anything. I'm actually stuck in traffic and I'm sure you can hear the background noise. <laughs> but then after reading the book, Amaka, I must say good job. You outdid yourself on this one. I'm not done yet, but um, I hope to finish by the end of day tomorrow, Mark. But that is a good book. I like the storyline. I love the twist. It's, it's, it's a refreshing read. Well done. Thank you very much for speaking, Nelly. Then who else hasn't spoken today? Okay, I think that's it. Some people have joined and they left. And yeah. Left. So okay, I think we have two minutes. We have two minutes, and uh, we want to say thank you so much, Amaka. You know, uh, you. while I was while I was reading this story. Um, I almost like you know. There's a point I thought to have a jealous sec sec secretary. I think the one that took the the recorded voice, you know, something. So I, at the point I thought that was the angle we wanted to go to. Maybe she has an eye for Femi or whatever. I was just like, uh, 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 I don't want to read this again. I don't want to read it because it has <laughs> that particular uh, a scenario has played over and over and over again in most romance books. But hey, you didn't go there, and I was so glad. Thank you. Thank you for not giving us that. 
<laughs> that crazy jealous ex oh it's so tired yeah, no. most women are actually to be honest most women are actually not all trying to get somebody's man or husband or boyfriend i think that story is played out and uh i think i i i try not to go with the crazy ex as much as possible or crazy jealous one that wants to steal somebody's man um yeah. i think that's too played out and, and and that's not really realistic i've never had somebody try to steal my man so i don't know how it feels um i know it happens but i don't think it's as common as people th- make it seem or it might okay. be i don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you so much and uh, oh that is 8:50 and uh I think we should call it a day. Do we have any other thing to say? I just want to say thank you to Amaka and everyone that tuned in, tuned out, and those that will still listen to this in the future. I said I recorded, I think, maybe 10 minutes into the event. Thanks a lot for helping us you know, with our first, you know, book club meeting. <laughs> We're still learning along the way, and we hope to, you know, get you know more readers read more books you know explore more authors and learn more about you know um the fictional part of life that we should actually subscribe to because life in itself is very very stressful so yeah. <laughs> i want to say thank you thank you thank you thank you for listening bye uh, bye thank you everyone bye, bye. Thank you. bye. bye. <laughs> yeah you can actually leave now <laughs> <laughs>